This is Ocean Shorts from NOAA's National Ocean Service. In this episode, we look back at a November 2014 archaeological expedition led by the Office of National Marine Sanctuaries Maritime Heritage Program. This mission brought back the first ever 3D images of the city of Rio de Janeiro. It's considered by many historians as the Titanic of the Golden Gate. Listen into this conversation with NOAA's Robert Schwemmer, co-leader of a two-year study to locate and document shipwrecks in California's Gulf of the Farallones National Marine Sanctuary and the surrounding area. How many wrecks are we talking about in the greater Gulf of the Farallones? If you were to include the Gulf of the Farallones National Marine Sanctuary, nearly 1,300 square miles by itself, the northern Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary from San Mateo County North, which is also managed by the Gulf of Farallones National Marine Sanctuary, another 1,400 square miles. Then you include the Golden Gate National Recreational Area up to the uh, Golden Gate entrance or bridge, as most people know it today. There are over 300 ship and aircraft losses. Wow. So I can see that probably uh, two years isn't quite enough time to locate and document all the wrecks in the area. In two years, you will not find even a quarter of the shipwrecks that are out there because finding the shipwreck, of course, is first and foremost in confirming what the shipwreck is. The next phase is its mapping, its documentation, you know, the sonar imagery, um, it's doing the map, it's doing additional research on the historical significance of that wreck. All of this plays into building um, the nomination for the National Register of Historic Places. So there's, it's quite a lengthy process. Uh, and so we may go back with different instrumentation to look at wreck sites, to get different types of documentation. We found the shipwreck Selja, turn of the century, went down off Point Reyes. Very difficult to record with an ROV because of the strong currents and the lower visibility. It would be an ideal shipwreck to take a multi-beam or 3D sonar image and basically paint the wreck in color, and we'd have a better understanding of how the ship lies. And it's a pretty catastrophic uh, sight looking at it, the way it's twisted laying on the bottom. And it's, uh, it's a project that would be ongoing, so we had to determine in the second year, do we return to the sites that we have discovered and continue additional survey work, or do we move on and try to dis you know, discover new sites? So that's all part of the research plan pre-mission to prioritize it. It has a lot to do with sea state and weather conditions. You mentioned the National Register of Historic Places. Is the goal to get all the shipwrecks you find included in this National Register? Can you tell us a bit about why this is important? Well, listing a, a shipwreck on the National Register doesn't necessarily give it um, a higher level protection, but it gives it a, the level recognition um, of historical significance with the American public. And what it does, it also allows for funding opportunity and grants. And the National Historic Preservation Act directs government agencies like NOAA that manage federal lands, including submerged lands, to inventory prehistoric and historic heritage resources. And upon you know discovery, we map, we photograph the documentation, you know, we develop outreach and educational initiatives based on those resources 
which can include, you know, museum exhibits or learning centers. But most importantly, if the resource meets the criteria for the National Register of Historic Places, then we process the nomination for listing, which we have, you know, done a couple times out here in the Pacific. That's the really important, I guess, mandate requirement to go out and record these sites. The educational value in touching people with these stories uh, is a bonus. So what's coming up next? Are you planning to continue work in the Golden Gate area? Our goal is actually to return uh, the work that we did in November um, with the discovery of the city of Rio de Janeiro as well as um, sonar imaging of the city of Chester. That's all part of this because even though we're working outside the boundary of Gulf of the Farallones National Marine Sanctuary or the northern boundary of Monterey Bay National Marine Sanctuary, it's still all part of the maritime cultural landscape. You know, they cross those lines. They all, they all interconnect these the stories. As a matter of fact, just in the Golden Gate entrance there, we have three vessels built by John Roach and Son in uh, Chester, Pennsylvania. We have the city of Chester, we have the city of Rio de Janeiro, and we have the city of New York, all lost right there at the mouth of the Golden Gate. You can find the link to hear the rest of this great interview on our website at oceanservice.noaa.gov slash podcast. Thanks for listening to Ocean Shorts, and we'll be back in a few weeks.